have to win there. Painter understands. Oh, anybody. John Hodges baptizing the masses. Trying to save it. Jump ball here and kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers. Take it numbers. Edwards steps it in. It is Thursday, March 10th, 2022, and you're listening or watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter to another brand new episode of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee, along with one of my co-hosts, Evan Webb. Fortunately, our other co-host, Andrew Eiler, could not join us because it is busy season for him and his job. Webby, what is going on? It is conference tournament week. It has already been a crazy couple days or a crazy week to start, to say the least. The madness has begun. Yeah. It's March. It's March. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Big Ten tournament, crazy already today. Uh, saw Indiana, unfortunately, in, in Purdue fans' case, uh, erase a 17-point second-half deficit to end up beating Michigan by five. And then Iowa sets about five different Big Ten tournament offensive records today against Northwestern in an absolute beatdown. Yep. And then you had yesterday you had – I think it was Northwestern coming back from 14 down against Nebraska. So you've already seen True. two double-digit comebacks in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we saw some more. Nope. Um, as we're recording this right now, it looks like Michigan State's probably going to close Maryland out and win the uh, 7-10 game. Uh, but, of course, the game we're all in- interested in in Boilermaker Nation, Ohio State and Penn State has not tipped off yet. Yep. What are your thoughts on that one? Who do you think the Boilers might see tomorrow night at nine o'clock down at Gainbridge Fieldhouse? Yeah. Still trying, still trying to get used to that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you 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 think Ohio State, but I mean Ohio State's they've I mean, Kyle Young's not playing again. He's battling some concussion mm-hmm. uh, issues. You know, Penn State plays tough. They're, I mean, they're not a fun team to play by any means. They really kind of muck it up and make things difficult for you. And we're as we're kind of seeing this or as we've kind of seen the last couple of days, you know, teams that play the day before seem to have a bit of an edge, at least to start the game. Cause they've, you know, they've, they've, they're loose. They're used to the arena already, you know, if they, they won. So they're kind of, you know, feeling themselves a little bit. So they usually can get up to a hot start. I and mean, as we're recording this, another you know, interesting game to look at is in the big East currently with just under 16 to play St. John's is up 14 on Villanova. Wow. Um, How's so, Wheeler playing? Let's check how my boy doing. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it'd be interesting to see, especially like games like tomorrow where you got Indiana versus Illinois, you know, Illinois, like, especially like these teams, like the top four seeds haven't played yet. It'd be really interesting to see how, you know, these teams that played today and when they can come out guns blazing tomorrow because they're, you know, they've already gotten, you know, one game under their belt and feeling good about themselves. Wheeler is 0 for 1. He's not scored. Not so good. Yeah, Champagny's carrying the load with twenty points. No other player on St. John's has scored double figures yet. Yeah, Penny can Penny can fill it up. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
It's pretty good. So the Big East has been crazy today. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Butler beat Xavier yesterday in overtime, and then they did their best to knock off Providence and up losing mm-hmm. by four. But uh, yeah, it's uh, conference tournament week, man. It's always always a fun week. Mm-hmm. Fun two weeks, I should say, with the uh, the smaller conferences. Ray Davis on Facebook says, if Penn State can score in the paint consistently, could be a good game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Penn State's an annoying opponent to play. They will hold the ball until at least 10 on the shot clock, if not five. Mm-hmm. So they will, they, even, they will yeah, really bring down the possessions. They the will game. slow it down and, uh, like you said, scrappy, aggressive. Uh, it's only a matter of time before Shrewsbury's got them in the tournament. Oh, yeah. Once he gets his guys in there. and Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch from a producer chamber, but also suck because they'll probably be pretty good at some point. Either uh, – Either opponent we played tomorrow night's only the second time we we mm-hmm. get them, so which is interesting. Um, yeah, Penn State we beat on the road, and uh, Ohio State we beat at home with the Jay Nivey buzzer beater. Yes, yes. Glad that did, one didn't go into overtime. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the games we haven't talked about since we haven't recorded an episode since mm-hmm. uh, the loss at the Breslin Center. We didn't even talk about the loss at the Cole Center. Uh, and Do we that's have to? What, yeah, no, we don't really have to. Uh, of course, you know, all you need to know is Wisconsin banked in two shots in the last 25 seconds of the game, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then uh, uh, what, what? where was I going with that? Oh, here's where I was going with that. Unlike the Ohio State game where I think if we went into overtime, we were in trouble. I honestly believe Michigan State and Wisconsin, if we could have gotten to overtime in both those games, I think Purdue comes out victorious. I think so too. Yeah, we we really Ivy and Edie really started to turn it on there late in the second half, and yeah, I mean we we came you know battled back and you know Ivy hit a great shot to to tie it, and then after Johnny Davis think, thankfully had his foot on the line and hit that banked in shot. I'm not sure what he was doing. He was trying to draw a foul. I think yeah, there was nine seconds clock. left yeah. on the clock. But he's a hell of a player and made a hell of a lucky shot, and then. Yeah, Ivy comes down, and I mean, you knew he was pulling the whole time he was drilling up the court. And I was like, please, God, go in. It went in. And then, yeah, Hepburn comes down and hits it right in Ivy's face. I, I didn't realize it until like probably the seventh time I saw that stupid shot. But Ivy just like was so mad after that shot went in. He just kind of threw yep. his hands up. Like, like, not freaking, again. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Ray um, says uh, Spartans are up six with a minute ooh, 48 so left. Kind of closed the gap a little bit. Maryland did. Bring that up on my phone so I can. And also another game, uh, Baylor Oklahoma tied just at the under twelve timeout. Ooh, uh, Baylor was eight point favorites in that one. Mm-hmm. There we go. I'm back. My <laughs> my camera likes to go out occasionally, so uh, at least the audio is still there. So I am back. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Ray says the press is hurting Michigan State. Been there. So, yeah, yeah, many times. Uh, so if Purdue can get past Ohio State and or Penn State, then it's a revenge time, either against mm-hmm. Michigan State or Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I I really like Purdue's draw in the Big Ten tournament. You know, sure. At first it was, you know, if, if we got the one seed, it was most likely going to be playing either Indiana or Michigan, and I didn't really like either of those opponents to play again, um, especially after last Saturday. Um, but then, obviously, we – kind of stumbled and because of Wisconsin lost, we were going to be a two or three seed. And I really did not want to play a Rutgers or an Iowa team. And thanks to Wisconsin losing and Illinois winning, uh, we get, I think we get a probably the best draw out of the four of the top four teams. I agree. I agree. And 
I know we've already beat them twice, but it's so hard to beat an opponent three times. And I'm mm-hmm. speaking of Illinois. I was glad if if they had to get a tie of the Big Ten championship, I was glad they got the one seed, put them on mm-hmm. the opposite side of the bracket so we don't have to play them until the championship game if we do see them because mm-hmm. we did not fare so well uh, the two games following those victories against the Illini. No, we did not. It's a, As we've kind of seen, it takes a lot out of you to beat Illinois. And same with Purdue. I think the only team, there's a stat that texted you guys, I think there's only one team that had won a game after playing Purdue, and it was Wisconsin that beat Iowa back in December. But that's the only time I think a team after beating Purdue has won their next game. I thought they all six lost. No, Wisconsin, I think, beat oh. Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That would have been back in uh, December or early January. January, so, early, yeah, January early January. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rutgers and Iowa were the two. Three point game, minute 26. Fats Russell just hit a three. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michigan State, man. Okay. They Michigan don't... State, if they lose, what's the situation there? I mean, they'll, they'll get in. Yeah. But they're not going to be, I mean, they'll be a, a 10. 11, 12. Which is, I mean, not a 10, 12 seed I really want to play. I mean, if you're a No, but child. this this is just not the typical Michigan State team. They no, don't have not. that centerpiece. They don't have that go-to guy. They mm-hmm. have a lot of depth. But I just – that's the loss. I look back on our season, and, and I want to kind of get into a deep mm-hmm. dive here of our season and review, a regular season. That's the loss out of the six that drives me the most mad as Michigan State because I just don't think they're that good. Yeah, that and Indiana one for me. Um, just because we had a chance, to be, we got up. We could have gone up four and really kind of closed it out, but we, you know, airballed a four footer. Um, yeah, the one I mean, I think that you're also just annoying is the Rutgers one because if he didn't make that shot, we win. Like it wasn't like you know you could right. you could argue with the Michigan with Michigan State with Indiana with you know um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin um, you know, all those games that, you know, if they didn't hit that lucky shot, pretty, you could argue that Purdue still has to maybe go to overtime to win or whatever. But literally, if Ron Harper does not hit that half quarter, Purdue wins the game. And, and that's, that's the one that's the most frustrating. And we're, and we're tied for the big, we yeah. tie, or the coach champs, and we're the one seed in the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they each were frustrating in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Rutgers, at Rutgers, of course, the half-court shot. But we were up 8 to 10 points at one point mm-hmm. in the second half. Just couldn't put them away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin at Mackey, we missed tons of free throws. Uh, Johnny Davis goes off. Davison makes some big plays. Um, who's Our third loss was Indiana. Of course, mm-hmm. Rob Fennessy has game of his life. But Tracy Jackson Davis is in foul trouble. Like you said, we're up four, and, and it couldn't close. Then um, – um, I apologize for my dog whining in the background <laughs> here. Uh, what was our next loss? I'm, uh, 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 at, Michi- at, at Michigan. At Michigan was just yes. about, we got about raced from. <laughs> yeah. We're really in it from the start. It felt like yeah. Then, um, then Michigan State. Yeah. Michigan State. That that, that we we never had the lead in that game. That's that's the one about that game that that frustrates me. We just um, we're tripping over our own feet. Seventy to sixty eight with a minute six left. Anyway, ESPN up is uh, a little slow. Okay, there goes seventy or. And, oh, then, got found. Okay. and then, of course, Wisconsin banks in two shots at the end, which I thought Purdue played a great second half. Mm-hmm. Down 11 or 12 at one point, fights back to take the lead. That mm-hmm. showed some guts and some resilience in that hostile environment that mm-hmm. night. So hopefully hopefully, we don't have to talk about any more losses. Hopefully uh, this past Saturday against the Hoosiers, which we tried to fumble away a big lead, uh, hopefully that started a nice 10-game win streak for the Boilers to close out the year. I'll take it. I'll be all right with it. Because – I mean, 
having a record of what were we? Twenty six and six, twenty five and six. Uh, 20... 25 and six. Yes, I mean that's still a very good season. Oh yeah, and you know it's still shocking to me that we got through the non-con without a loss. But it is frustrating how talented this team is, and they didn't get a share of the Big Ten title. Mm-hmm. I think part of it too. I mean, as we saw, you know, the, the top two teams who won had old teams, you know, right? Had, or, or, or maybe not old, but they had guys who had got old the pieces, COVID, old pieces, key pieces. You, know, you look at Purdue. Yeah, we've got the three seniors, you know, but our best two players, arguably, are sophomores with right. Ivy and Edie. And so, you know, you're still, you know, we're still relatively young. You know, I mean, obviously, you have three seniors, and you know, Ivy's a sophomore, Edie's a sophomore. You know, Thompson's a junior, um, but you know, Newman's a sophomore, Gillis Gillis is a sophomore, sophomore. Um, Morton's a sophomore, Caleb First is a freshman. Um, yeah, so it's we have two other freshmen that are redshirting. Yeah. Uh, Ray says Edie hasn't to stay out of foul trouble early. Yes, probably has has to. To. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mets. We've seen, I feel like been a, you know slew of last couple of games where he's gotten in foul trouble early, and it's just kind of taken him out of it completely. Yeah, because uh, Wisconsin had no answer for him. Nope. Up at the Cole Center, but he got in foul trouble. So uh, it was nice to see Trayvon Williams kind of snap out of his funk a little bit against Indiana, mm-hmm. make some huge plays down the stretch. I thought all three three seniors, Sasha, Eric, and Trey, all made some big plays down the stretch and really bailed Purdue yeah. out. And probably one of the better games of Eric Hunter's career, if you look at yeah. it. I mean, I mean he just he, – he, we won that game because of him. Like, he got us started early. He did, I thought he did a good job defensively. I thought he did a good job defensively on Johnny Davis in the Wisconsin mm-hmm. game. Sure did. So he's definitely kind of really come on late, which, I mean – no time like the present, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, it was, it was cool to see the three seniors take us home on that one because we needed it because that would have been disastrous. <laughs> yeah, it would. I, yeah, we would have been more than limping into the Big oh, Ten yeah. tournament. I mean, it yeah. would have been. Um, and I'm just, I mean, of course, I just want a W tomorrow night, but I would like just a nice coast win. Just, a, mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't had that. I mean, Rutgers, like Rutgers, we win, won by yeah. 12. At home, but I feel like even that one wasn't a coast. We haven't had one of those yeah. for a long time. You get it by double digits, and you know I'm not saying you know get it by twenty, but like you get it by twelve and just keep it there. You know, yeah. they don't make it down to like eight or something, but get it back up to twelve and just keep it yep. there. And, and as we kind of saw with Indiana, I thought we were going to make them quit, and then we kind of talked about it after the game ten. We get went to dinner, but I thought for sure like just the, their body was like, man, these guys are done. And then all of a sudden, we kind of let them back into the second half or in the end of the first half, and then. They got their head up, and then the pick and roll. We just could not do it. Obviously, they're—I hate to say—they're a bunch. They must be a bunch of fighters because today they oh, yeah. easily could have quit. And I think that's why their fan base is so ecstatic. Because I think at halftime they're like, "Well, there we go, back to the night." Yeah. A lot of them gave up. A lot of them didn't even watch the second half. Mm-hmm. Then they fight back and win. They're—they could be in. Some bracketologists have them in. A lot are saying they still need to win tomorrow against Illinois, but they're definitely really? right in the conversation. So I think they're in. Unless, unless they just like completely like get their doors blown off tomorrow, which I don't think they will, I think they're in. Unfortunately, yeah, it's. I mean, I'll be uh, interested to see. Like, I mean, if Notre Dame loses today to to Virginia Tech, and that's a because right now their whole thing is they've got four wins against tournament teams with Michigan, Purdue, Illinois, and and Notre Dame. But Notre Dame's not good. They're kind of still in the bubble, getting there in Michigan. I mean, Michigan too is right there on the bubble too. So I'm not sure you can really count those two as solid wins yet. And uh, it, it, even if Indiana gets in, say they get in without beating Illinois tomorrow, I think we see them in Dayton. In yeah, playing one of the playing yeah. games, which that's 
I mean, you're in, but are you in? I mean, yeah. I know you are in, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ray has a question for us. Do we see Newman at all the rest of the season? I don't, I, don't, so. I don't think so. I just hope he sticks around mm-hmm. next year. I hope he sees that there's opportunities ahead and sticks around because I think he can still be a really good player. It just mm-hmm. kind of got in a funk, bad funk at the wrong time. And mm-hmm. Ethan Morton's kind of replaced him. Yep. So, yep. Yep. So, uh, any score update? Uh, Michigan State's up two with 17 to go. Well, my app's a little bit behind. Uh, let's look around the country. Oklahoma's up five on Baylor with just wow. over eight. <laughs> Villanova is storming back. They're only down six with just, with just over 11 to play. Uh, I think that's it right now. What's going on? Okay. Oh, hold, hold on. That's that's a lie. I went to top 25. Uh, Ball State's getting their doors blown off. <laughs> Western Kentucky's up one with nine to go. Uh, Virginia Tech's up 10 with nine to go. Ooh. That's really the only one that's that is worthy to talk about. Is this team, this 2021-2022 Boiler team, remind you a lot of the 2017-2018 Boiler squad at this point? Yes. Um, yeah, just because it was, you know, we had all the talent in the world, but, you know, just couldn't get out of our own way a couple times, you know, Ohio State, you know, not boxing out to a uh, Katie Bates D out, put back, mm-hmm. lay, you know, put back, you know, layup at the buzzer, essentially. Miles Bridges, three at the base of the end of regulation that year. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it sucks because, yeah, it's like that was such a great, and it was the only team to ever get 30 wins for Purdue. Um, right. So you hope to see this team get to 30 wins as well. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, hope to see you get, I mean, you get something out of it, you know, whether it be a Big Ten tournament or obviously, you know, a nice deep run. I mean, that team still made the Sweet 16, even with Isaac Haas going out. Um, but yeah, it was kind of one of those, one of the great teams that wouldn't have anything to show for it. You know, didn't even get the pre-conference tournament championship because we got destroyed by Kent or Tennessee. Or we didn't get destroyed, we lost to Tennessee, then lost to West Lost to Tennessee in overtime. We should have had that one. And yeah. then West Kentucky, I think, beat us decently and then uh, beat a yeah. Good Arizona team in the yeah. like seventh place game. Eighth yeah, that was originally, place game or whatever originally it was. was supposed to be. That was going to be the championship game. And then both teams are fighting to just not have the worst weekend Mar- of possible. Maryland ball with 15 seconds left. Okay. So do you go for the go, – do you drive it to the hole and try to get tied up or do you just go for the three? Well, it looks like – what's going on here? It says Malik Hall turnover, Eric Isle of Steel. I don't know if what's going on here. I guess we're just going to – Wait for Rada because he's way ahead, he's way ahead of my uh, ESPN app. Evan, I'm gonna have to take my dog outside That's real fine. quick. Can you? How about you do the shop read real quick? Well, absolutely. Let everybody know what's yeah. uh, going on with the shop because I know like, they're advertising a bunch lately. So. Yes, um, I'm. If you guys are watching, I'm wearing the Eric Hunter NIL shirt uh, in, in honor of his fantastic game against the Hoosiers. Um, yeah, the shop they've been around since 2011. Starting to start out making T-shirts in the garage. Um, they've you know since moved on to not only an online presence at the shop but also two brick and mortar stores, one in uh, Indianapolis and broad ripple, but also another in Carmel in the uh, clay terrace area. Um, but if you go to the shop, use promo code breakdown for 25% off. Um, they actually just came out with a new Purdue shirt in honor of March. Uh, pretty cool, simple design. Also, if you've got a who's in your life, like I do, they also came out with a brand new 
uh, Indiana shirt as well. Uh, if you use promo code BREAKDOWN to get 25% off your entire order, uh, you know, they're huge with the Indy 500. We got, you know, May right around the corner. And as if you're from Indiana, you know that, you know, May is a, very different in the state of Indiana. So they're, they're prepping and getting ready to go for Indy 500. And they usually do, they have quite a bit that they launch around that time. Um, you know, if you're a Pacer fan, they've got Pacer gear, they've got Indianapolis Colts gear, they've got, you know, some pretty, you know, vintage retro gear. Um, they do pop culture. Like if you're a fan, if you're a fan of the office, like we are, they just had a, uh, um, there's, or I feel God in this chilly tonight from that Pam said on the office that, that in honor of her birthday, cause she's from, uh, Fort Wayne originally. Um, it looks like Ray just said that mission state is going to close it out. 76, 72 bummer. Maybe so play, Maryland so tired them out a little bit, but they'll play Maybe. Wisconsin tomorrow at the first of the, uh, two later afternoon games. Mm-hmm. So, so I was actually, when I was at the Purdue game on Saturday, you know, stuck around for senior festivities. And I actually saw, you know, you, as you expected, Rob Finnessy had a large contingent of family members and fans there being from Lafayette. Um, kind of sitting on the bench. I saw him and uh, Trey Galloway come out and talk to their family members behind the bench. And actually, they actually sat and just watched senior festivities, which is pretty cool. But it was kind of cool to see some of Rob's fan members were wearing t-shirts from the shop of, of, of his own NIL shirt. So right. Yeah. Hopefully they use code breakdown for 25% off. <laughs> Hopefully they did. Hopefully yeah. they did. Hopefully they did. Well, I'll get to do one more sponsored while we're at it. And that's mad mushroom. They got a new pizza of the month. It is March. It is a brand new month for us recording here. So they got March pizza of the month is the Reuben, which is Swiss cheese topped with corned beef, sauerkraut, mozzarella cheese, and finished with a thousand island dressing drizzle and caraway seeds. Uh, if that sounds good to you, order two of them so your price is over $20. Then you get $5 off online with coupon code BREAK5. Or if you're dining in or going to pick up the pizza, just let them know the Boiler Breakdown sent you, and you can also get $5 off your order over $20. That's Mad Mushroom, right in the heart of West Lafayette, serving Boilermakers all over uh, decades now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, staple right there in the heart of West Lafayette on campus, home of the original cheese sticks. So go check them out at madmushroom.com. Feed your head. And Ray saying he's going to be there uh, for the whole day of games tomorrow with his son Brock, so former nice. manager at Purdue. So enjoy Ray and cheer hard for us because uh, hopefully, hopefully we have a great, great showing of, of attendance there tomorrow night at nine o'clock because I think it's going to be packed for that first one between Illinois and Indiana. Yeah, tell Brock I said hi. Former coworker at the cover or at, for Intermerals. And he uh, he whooped us in Intermerals too. Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. Well, who didn't? Let's who did? Be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. But Brock's team really, really put yeah. it to us. Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Um, yeah. I think, I don't think that was the game I had to sit out because of broken nose. It might have been. I don't know. No, don't no, because we were halfway competitive that game. Maybe, maybe the right is on the wall right there. I'm out. We're competitive. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think I found our issue there. Walking turnover right here. <laughs> so. But uh, one thing we haven't hit on is the all Big Ten awards came out on mm-hmm. Monday. Jay Nivey, first team. Zach Eady, second team. Travion Williams, third team, also picked up sixth man of the year, which that was a no-brainer. Yeah. And uh, Eric Hunter, first team all defense. So I don't think there's a better first team all conference. Oh, uh, it was there pretty darn I mean, usually, usually it's like, you know, obviously all great players. Um, 
and I, I can't remember, did they, did they try and do like an actual like starting five, like, you know, with a couple guards, forwards, and center? Or they just pick, did they pick the five best? Cause I can't remember what they did last year because last year was the year of the bigs where you had Kofi, Garza, Trey Jackson Davis, Trey Williams. Like you had, I, I can't remember if they, if they gave it to multiple bigs or if they. That's you know, a really good question. I can't, I can't remember. remember. Because I mean, really, I think they should do like just the five best players. But right. really, I mean, you had, well, you said, uh, you know, Jaden Ivey, you had Johnny Davis, you had Keegan Murray, you had Kofi Coburn, and uh, Jay Liddell. Liddell. That is a hell of a starting five if we had to roll I mean, it out. I mean, we, we can't stand him, but they kept Hunter Dickinson on second team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a heck of a player. We I can't mean, stand him, but. I, I, I think it's where I mean, he's not better than Kofi. And he's, I mean, no. Liddell's a special player, too. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean that's starting five. Which did you see the, what the SEC did for their for, for their mm-hmm. first team? They had nine players on their first team, all SEC. <laughs> what is that it, about? It just, it just it just means more. Evan. It just means more. <laughs> is it because they don't have a count down there, or I don't know what it is, but they're always used to bending the rules down there. So yeah, it's nothing new for true. them. Speaking of SEC, our former buddy Tom Crean got officially fired today by Georgia. Hate to see it. Yeah, his overall record in four years was. 47-75. Wow. Not good there, Tommy boy. Does he get but, another but crack? He had, he had a number one pick. In, <laughs> uh, what's his face? Um, plays with Timberwolves, and I'm uh, blanking on his name completely right now. I am too. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, does he get another crack at being a head coach, you think? Yeah, but it's going to be like – Mac level type. It's not going to be a power uh, I, I think he has to go down a level if unless, he does. Unless it's something like a, I'm trying to think of like like a like a Virginia Tech. Maybe I mean Virginia Tech's probably is above him still. I'd say, but like, that's a better job than Georgia. It is. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm trying to think of a. I don't know, man. I I mean, like would I you give it, like would you have him coach Northwestern? I mean, is he would he be better than Collins? No. You don't think so. <laughs> I think he can recruit, but Northwestern's a tough place to recruit at. And it is. I, I, I think he's got to take some time off, be assistant, be a TV commentator for a little bit, or in studio analyst or something, and then maybe mm-hmm. he can get back into it. But uh, we saw former Boiler Bruce Weber resign from mm-hmm. Kansas State today. I could see him being done. Anthony Edwards, shout out to Adam Bartels of the Full Seam Edge. Anthony podcast, Edwards, which yeah. will be on his podcast doing a crossover next week. So tune in to Tuesday to next Tuesday and tune into his channel and you will see our lovely faces. Yeah, Go subscribe to his, their YouTube channel and um, subscribe to their podcast on all, all your audio platforms, wherever you get, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, pause it for a minute, <laughs> go subscribe to Adam's podcast, come, no, come back, back and listen to ours. Then you can go to listen to all of his. So, yeah. Yeah. But we're looking forward to that. We had a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Um, first back before that. the season started, so we're looking forward to kind of. It's not still that long ago. I feel like I don't know why. Ah, it's basketball <laughs> it's uh, everything's flying by. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, spring football's it, it going on right now. Boiler baseball's undefeated, ranked one of three undefeated. One teams of three. Clemson, nuts. Clemson, Virginia, and Purdue. Yeah, baseball school. Baseball school, baby. Let's go. <laughs> what a turnaround, though. I mean, they won yeah. thirteen games total last year. That's so. <laughs> I know last year was a weird year, but best uniforms of any Purdue squad. They, they I love have those. Some yep. Awesome uniforms. I would love for Purdue basketball to do a script Purdue jersey. Oh my yes. god! Or even like a pinstripe one. I don't pinstripe, but a script Purdue one would be incredible. And I, uh, Alexander Field's a great place to watch a ball game. So um, take the family, yeah. go enjoy a 
some hot dogs, some beers if you're of age to drink, and uh, if not, just get a soda and enjoy enjoy a a good day at the ball ballpark. It's a it's a it's a good good facility for sure. Yeah, they built that. My freshman year was the last year of the old baseball field right behind Wiley. Yep. That's where I lived. We were Big Ten champs that year. And I remember I went to a Michigan State game. And I remember seeing us see like a grand slam. And I was like, this is this is going to be amazing. Four years of baseball. And then I think I went to three or, four, three or four of that games that year that we had mm-hmm. Kevin Pope. Uh, Plecky. Plecky, thank you. Yep, uh, former Red Sox and, and, and Matt. And I think he still is on. I think he's on Red Sox. Indi- or is he in the Indian? Or a uh, – a, uh, <laughs> not any, what the heck's their name? What is it? I Guardians. Cav- Guardians. Guardians. I about said Cavalier. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, my mind's not with baseball, even though MLB finally got their uh, stuff together today, and and uh, we're going to get a baseball season. So, But uh, we're kind of jumping all over the place tonight. We are. Um, this is Andrew's not here to reel us in. Yes. Ray says, talking about podcasts, check out Rayfield Davis's podcast. He interviewed Brock last year about what a life of a manager is like. Great show and stories. Yes, absolutely. Rafe's got a good one out there as well. Uh, to go back to what we said about Kevin Pilecki, he's still on the Boston Red Sox, according to his Instagram. There we go. I don't like them, so I don't I don't even like to talk about them. Um, but, yeah, okay, let's, uh, let's kind of – Circle it back to the Big Ten tournament a little bit. Are we so, talking about value game at all, or we're just kind of? Just, I mean, it was not a fun game to watch. Let's be honest, but I don't really want to talk about it. That's fine, me either. We won. I, I, it's probably the least enjoyable game. I, I will say, I, I probably my lifetime. I used to listen to games on TuneIn Radio. Well, TuneIn Radio got smart. And now you, to watch it, to listen to a live game, you got to pay like fourteen ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing the free trial, so I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'll. I'll try to tune into this remote doc that you're doing. I gave it two minutes and shut it off. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take his commentary. Mm-hmm. It was very annoying. So, uh, yeah. so they got the win. But uh, who wins tonight? Penn State, Ohio State. My head says Penn, or Ohio State, but I would not be surprised to see Penn State because Ohio State is. They are talking about backpedaling. They're limping. They're, They're limping. limping. They are backpedaling into the tournament. I mean, you were, I mean, what, I mean, they had, I mean, just like crew, they had it all set up to where after beating Illinois, they had it all, you know, right in front of them to win the big 10, get a share. And then you lose at Maryland and then at Nebraska. I mean, that is just, as John Rossi was the epitome of brutality. <laughs> yep. I think I, I'll make a prediction. Penn state's up a half. Ohio state catches them in the second half and wins. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have more skill. Um, it depends on how what EJ Liddell can do, and if guys like Aaron's can get hot from deep. I mean, they between EJ Liddell and Branham, I mean, that Malachi Branham, he's a special talent. He'll be right. a probably right. lottery, lottery pick. Which I mean, when's the last time the Big Ten had this many potential lottery picks between Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, Johnny Davis? We're all there were probably for sure locks at the lottery. Um, I had one. I saw one draft pick that had, or I saw one mock draft that had Key Murray going to the Pacers, which probably wouldn't be a bad one for the. No, um, I wish this was the year uh, Sonics were coming back. <laughs> um, but then you got you know those three guys for sure locks. Then you know Malachi Brennan is, or Branham was probably yep a fringe lottery pick depending on what he can do. Um, I'm not sure what what e, EJ Liddell's. Uh, I doubt he's a lottery. He doesn't have the the quickness for a lottery pick, but he's still there a first was, rounder probably. There was that year that All Depot went two, Gazelle went four. And yeah. that, that Indiana team couldn't get past Sweet 16. So, yeah. um, besides that, I'm sure there's been other years there's been some. But, yeah, it's Big Ten draft um, talent's really deep. 
really mm-hmm. deep this year. Um, I, so I think Ohio State gets it done tonight. Let's go down tomorrow, mm-hmm. Indiana, Illinois. I have a bad feeling Indiana's going to win that game. I, I made a prediction on uh, the Tan and Jamin show podcast I do on Mondays. I thought Mich- I thought we were going to make the finals and see Michigan. I thought Michigan was going to get hot in this thing for some reason. So it wouldn't shock me if Illinois loses tomorrow, but it, it, it all depends on Indiana's start. If Indiana gets behind like they did today, they will not come back and beat Illinois. Mm-hmm. Illinois is too tough for them to come back. Illinois shoots it too well. Kofi's a monster. Mm-hmm. I think Illinois gets it done by single digits. So it's not going to be a blowout like they had at in Bloomington, which kind of an, a, another a re- revenge tour for Indiana. They beat Michigan, blew them out. They come back and beat sure. them today. Illinois blew them out their one meeting. You know, if they if Wisconsin gets through, Wisconsin beat them twice this year. So I mean, I hate to see it, but you know, you just go on a little run when they've got everybody back now. I think because uh, Galloway was back today, and he just adds so much more to their offense. As race is so, right yeah. here, Galloway was huge today with energy, mm-hmm. especially because Xavier Johnson was out most of the first half with two quick fouls. And he, I mean, they were still down like 13, but yep. it, it was, he was huge for them. Yeah. Um, Iowa Rutgers tomorrow could be one of the better, better games of the tournament. I think Iowa, I don't know. It's going to do the hot pick right now. They're just, they're oh my goodness. Lies. They, I don't know how you play better than you did today. No. Um, they were just lights out today. I agree. I, Iowa was another team. I was glad they were kind of in the upper part of the bracket that we wouldn't have to see till the championship yeah. game. Yeah, I did not want to. I was worried. Uh, the, the worry I was being with getting that two was potentially playing Iowa in the first yep. game on Friday if they didn't get the four seed. Uh, so we're on agreement there. Wisconsin and Michigan State. Wisconsin. Assuming so, assuming Johnny Davis is healthy, which it sounds like he should be. He said on the, on the Big Ten Awards show, he sprained his ankle a little bit before he, they played us, and then he made it worse against Nebraska. Yeah. So he's going in with – a. Definitely an ankle that's not 100%. So that's something things, to keep an eye on. linger, as we've seen with Absolutely. guys in the past. Uh, but I think Wisconsin gets it done. I agree. And then uh, Purdue, and we think Ohio State's going to win tonight, so Purdue-Ohio yeah. State. Purdue. Yep. And Illinois, get, revenge, Iowa, get revenge from last year. Illinois-Iowa, two teams that do not like each other. No, and they've been good games. Well, did Illinois blow them out the first time? No, Illinois got them both in pretty close contests. Okay. Uh, I mean – Iowa had a chance to win it. They, just, they couldn't hit free throws. Couldn't hit free throws. I mean, we've seen that Been a there. lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going trendy pick. I'm picking Iowa over the I mean, hard, I, hard I, team three times. You. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. And then uh, revenge possibility Purdue Wisconsin Saturday. Hard to be a team three times. Go Purdue. I, I yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm look if if we can get to Saturday, I'm licking my chops either Michigan State or Wisconsin. I'm yep. I'm ready for either of them. Then Iowa Purdue. In the final, like Ray's saying right here, that's what he's predicting. Hard to be a team three times, but we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, Iowa doesn't travel very well for basketball no. in these. Um, most other teams still in it do, not Rutgers, but most of the other teams do. So it'll be an interesting day tomorrow down in Indianapolis. I know tickets mm-hmm. are going for a pretty pricey right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, it still blows my mind that, I mean, Purdue and Indiana could match up this year in the finals. But if they don't, they haven't matched up since the first inaugural Big Ten tournament in 1998 in Chicago. It's wild. Just blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, there was a really good chance we were going to this year, you know, with us being the one, but then we didn't get it. So every time it looks like it might happen, one of the teams screws yeah. up, mm-hmm. if not both of them. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, well, year in 08, 08 yeah. with Minnesota, Illinois in the semifinals. Yeah. Tickets are going super expensive. All of a sudden, yep. going for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Yep. Yep. So, uh, any other uh, final thoughts about the overall season, the Big Ten tournament? I mean, it's. I, it's I'm in sure because, like, it's. I look back, you know, compared to the last, because really, I feel like we're still pretty similar to how we were last year. Obviously, we're a year older and guys are better, but it's just so crazy to look at just how you felt throughout both seasons. You know, last year, you know, and it had a lot to do with expectation. You know, last year we had zero expectations. So it was just. It was a fun ride, you know, beating Ohio State, you know, seeing, you know, the emergence of Ivy and Edie and all these guys. And then all of a sudden you have it, you put a year with, you know, where we get to number one. And all of a sudden you got all these high expectations, you know, beating Villanova the way we did coming back and being a North Carolina team that at the time we thought was a pretty decent team has now proven to not be great. Although shout out to them for ruining Coach K's special night. Yeah, they played awesome. pretty well the other night. Yeah, in the second fun. half, in the second half. Yeah. Um, it's now like every time we lose a game, it's like, people think it's the end of the world and we're a terrible team. And I mean, I, I mean, I would get frustrated too. And it was just, I'm like, I'm trying to now, like, this is the last time we're going to see Jaden Ivey. And last right. you know, we potentially only have, you know, potentially only two more games to watch Jaden Ivey. And right. who knows about what Edie does in the future. Uh, but, you know, these seniors, I don't think they're coming back. So it's just trying to enjoy it while we can. And hopefully, you know, they had some time to work on some, some things this week in practice. Cause really when you get to these types of things, you just, as I heard painter say, you can't just work on yourself. Yep. You know, it's kind of hard, you know, obviously if we still, we don't, we don't even know who we're playing tomorrow. I'm seeing, but the nice thing about this tournament is you've got, you know, a whole season of film to go through and look at. Everybody know, knows each other. Everybody knows well each other. You, you just kind of do what you do. Um, but, you know, hopefully when we get out of the big 10, tournament and get into the late things open up a little bit for us you know we did so well in non-con hopefully we can do the same thing against non-big 10 teams say we lose tomorrow night what's our seed come sunday oh i'm terrified it'd be a four but i think okay lenardi's latest bracketology we think we were the first three seed right so actually i'm gonna look up who else i think did. i think we're a three no matter what um i think if the only reason we might drop back to four would be if we played penn state and lost I could see that. So behind us is Villanova, Tennessee, and Texas Tech. Let's just go check that. Texas Tech's in action tonight. Yep. Um, Villanova's up three, just under four to go. Oklahoma um, is up six with 41 seconds to go. Wow. Wow, that's a big up. Is Oklahoma in? Uh, I don't think so. No, they're on the next four outs. That'd be be big for them. Yeah. Notre Dame's down eight with a minute and a half to go. Yeah, they're done. Uh, but I, th- I think, yeah, if we um, – we'd really like for Villanova to lose tonight just to kind of get them on right, our back. Right, um, right. When is – who does Tennessee play? I don't want to see Tennessee in the tournament at all. And I've got I'm just tired of playing them. Yeah, I've got a buddy who's Tennessee fans. Like, I hope to God we're both three seats so we don't see each other in the – because I do – we both only see each other I'm just tired of it, yeah. I mean, we've um, – They play Mississippi State tomorrow so in the mm. quarterfinals, so – I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, if we yeah, win, I, if we win the whole thing, can we bump up to a two? You think? Oh, let's look at the two seeds. Uh, you got Wisconsin, Duke, Kentucky, and Auburn. Um, Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's, the, Wisconsin's the last two seeds. So yeah. you know, if, you know, I think if we, but it's also like okay, if we beat, say we say we win tomorrow and play them Saturday. Does beating them once out of three times bump us above them? It's like, what is the ter- what is the committee value, well, or is it you know? I would it- think so if we would beat them and then go on to beat whoever we play on Sunday. But yeah. at that time, usually the committee already typically because the Big Ten uh, tournament finals the last game mm-hmm. before selection usually they already have the seats kind of made up, and that game doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, usually. I guess if we. 
if we run the table and we beat Wisconsin and we beat Illinois, I could maybe see. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> we went through a gauntlet. Yeah. If we, if it's Ohio state, Wisconsin, Illinois, that's three tournament teams, you know, it's locked in tournament teams, nothing, no one on the bubble. I think you'd probably have an argument and depending on see what those teams above us do. Um, yeah. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Yep. Yep. It'll be interesting to watch, see how it all plays yeah. out. I've, I mean, I, I, I two or three, I really don't obviously love to be a two just to give that one more thing of separation between the, the teams you're playing. Um, but yeah, cause I just, I, I'd almost rather be a six seed than a four or five seed. Ray asked, should Lundy of Penn state been named all conference second or third team? I mean, there's so many guys you got to make a case yeah. for. I mean, it, it's such a, for being a weird year, there's, I mean, there's a, I mean, a ton of talent in the Big Ten as there are, as there is every year. And unfortunately, when you get down there, especially to like the third team, usually it's how your team's doing too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just wasn't on a very good team. I mean, because yeah. the second team was stacked with Edie, Dickinson, Trace Jackson Davis, uh, Frazier. I don't remember who the other guy on the second team was. Was it Branham? Might have been. If not, he was third team. Let's check. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's go to Boiler Ball since it'll be probably the quickest way for me to find it. Yeah. It, the teams were stacked this year. It was. Oh, Geo Baker was second team. Geo. Uh, no, okay. Geo. Ron Harper yeah. Jr. Ron Harper Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I meant to say. I had, yeah, Ron Harper Jr. was second team. So third team was Trayvon Williams. I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. I'm trying um, to find it. I think Gabe Brown made third team for Michigan State. Um, I could just Google it. You know, I do have a computer I'm to, right I'm here. To find it. This is not man. Twitter is not being my. Oh wait, nope. Twitter is not being my friend right now. Uh, I'm getting it right here. Um, third team was a. Uh, Alfonso Plummer, Gabe Brown, Bryce McGowan's, uh, Brenham, Trey Williams, and Geo Baker. So there was six guys on the third team. And on the second team, I forgot about Davison because I can't stand him. He also so there's six guys on the second team as well. Okay. Yeah. I mean, even your honorable mention list was pretty good. Uh, Jordan yeah. Bohannon, Fats Russell, Malik Hall, Jameson Battle, Peyton Willis. Um. Wow, Lundy wasn't even on the honorable mention. Which means he didn't get a single vote. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're honorable mention, it means you at least you at least got some vote. Yep. Wow. wow. Yep, Baylor's gonna lose to Oklahoma. Hate wow. to see it. Hate to see it. So um well we got two more sponsor reads to go over real quick. Uh two sponsors who have been longtime sponsors of the Boiler Breakdown podcast. One of those is Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. They have vaccines of all different kinds, of course, for flu shots, which we're kind of starting to get out of flu season now. But, of course, COVID-19 shots, simply call to set an appointment or you can do it online. It's just a simple few steps. Uh, But either way, their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you for all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services. Check out their website, webrx.com. Or just give them a call. Webb's Family Pharmacy, professional pharmacy with a hometown touch. Notre Dame down five with 47 seconds left. Ooh, getting getting a little well, tight. It looks, like, looks like Virginia Tech's at the line. 
And the Boiler Breakdown podcast is also brought to you by Shroff Landscaping Nurseries. Shroff Landscaping Nurseries has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, cleanup, and their licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping Design with you in mind. All right, Webby, let's... uh, Let's boiler up, hammer down, beat either the Nittany Lions and Buckeyes, Spartans or Badgers. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Hawkeyes, Scarlet Knights, Hoosiers, Hoosiers or, or Alina. Yeah, that was a mouthful there. That was a mouthful. Um, Ray says, uh, Shroff are great people and Purdue grads. Yes, they are boiler owned and operated. I've had them do some work for me. I know they do work on my parents' lawns, so can't speak highly of uh, Mitch Melton and his crew enough. So in all of our sponsors, mm. we, we thank them for being on along with us on this ride this year. It's always fun covering, uh, covering uh, Purdue uh, football and basketball with you guys. Dad Mooney says beat the gauntlet hundred percent. Let's take care of business one game at a time and head into the NCAA tourney, the granddaddy of them all, as I called it yesterday. <laughs> so by like, why did I just call it, call it that? That's the Rose Bowl, but uh, head into it with some, some major momentum. So let's uh, boiler up and hammer down. Well, up. Uh-